Hey everybody, welcome back to Salted Hash. I'm your host, Steve Reagan. Today we're gonna to kill the pen test. I'll be right back. Welcome back. As I said, my name is Steve Reagan, senior staff writer at CSO Online, and you're with Salted Hash right now. Joining me is Adrian Sinabria, and uh, you have this notion that you want to kill a pen test. Why don't you explain that before everybody catches fire and melts? Right. So, you know, so I've been sharing that for a while because I wanted to get feedback before I actually did the talk, and. I, I'm glad I did, you know, because when you say pen test, people think of a whole smorgasbord of different things, you know. So I, I, I've almost got this frequently asked questions right at the beginning of my talk where I'm like, okay, level set, here's what we're talking about, here's what right. we're doing, you know, so, so I have to get very specific about that. And we're really talking about the network penetra penetration test, what PCI requires you to do, what, you know, the PTES standard outlines, what CREST in the UK outlines gives you guidance for, you know, so it's the most commonly and probably the most profitable security consulting uh, gig that we see in the industry. Yeah, it's, it's not that you want to get rid of the pen test. What you want to get rid of are the junk pen tests that really aren't providing any value. So that's what everybody says. But no, I want to get rid of the pen test as a consulting um, offering. You know, I think pen tests should be part of a larger offering. Well, and I say larger, but it's the same size. So what I've done is I've taken the same amount of time you would do a pen test in, uh, took the pen test portion, shrank it down uh, to a much smaller size, and you know using automation, you know getting rid of uh, writing a word uh, a report in Word, um, you know, and producing that because a huge portion of pen test uh, on the front end you're waiting for a scan to run, on the back end you're writing a report. So very little pen testing actually occurs during a pen test. Um, and by shrinking that down, uh, we can do a whole lot of other stuff. You know, one of those things are attack simulations. Mm -hmm. You know, because when a pen tester comes in and does their thing, they're really looking at surface level vulnerabilities. And that doesn't tell you a whole lot. That tells you how the bad guy might get their foot in the door. You know, but that doesn't tell you, you know, is it just, you know, fun time? ball pit once they get past that, once they get inside your network. So then are you talking about the difference between a pen test and a red team engagement? A red team is where you're simulating an attacker. They're going to hit you with what they can, how they can, like a real attacker would, versus a pen test It's going to tell me, well, you need to do these patches, you need to look here, you need to address this, this is your basic risk profile. Yeah. Uh, is that where so, we're going? So there are or? elements of this, uh, of, of red teaming and what you might even call purple teaming, where there's more emphasis on working with the client which, uh, you know, to me, like, <laughs> people describe purple teaming as like a red team, but we help the defender get better. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, what are you doing then if you're not helping yeah, them right. get better? Like, what's, what's the point? And, um, but I'm focused on the immature client. You know, the client that has no business getting a pen test, getting a red team, anything like that. So we're, we're really de-emphasizing the penetration portion of it. Because honestly, like, you know, after a scan comes back, which the client's probably running vulnerability scans themselves, a pen to anybody can look at that and say, okay, I would get in with that, that's probably a false positive, I can get in with that, I can get in with that. Like, we don't have to actually fire up Metasploit or Cobalt Strike or any of these fancy tools to know that that's going to get us in somewhere. Yeah. So let's just skip all that bullshit and get to it. 
So then, when, when you say you want to focus on the immature client, what defines an immature client? So, I mean, little to no security program, like they're getting infected with malware just for, from opportunistic sources, like phishing emails, people are clicking on links, malware's infecting machines. There's very little hardening. They don't have a gold image, like each server's built separately. Uh, workstations don't have a good hardened image that's used across the board. Uh, a lot of people have admin, like, like just a lot of the basic stuff that allows malware, allows attackers um, to, to get in and just go around, root around unimpeded. You know, the, there's all this simple, just, uh, we call it the, the basics, the fundamentals. Uh, when you're missing a significant, significant portion of that, a pen test has little to no value for you. I mean, we should really be saying, okay, here's a questionnaire, or maybe have somebody go interview them, you know, for five or 10 minutes. You know, are you doing this? Are you doing this? Okay, well, until you're doing all these things and you're, you're successful ready. at it, um, we, we don't need to crank this up to the next step. We don't need to do a black box pen test. You know, we don't need to do all this other stuff. But, you know, I wanted to come up with something that we could do because they're going to spend that money anyway. They're probably required to do a pen test anyway. Mm -hmm. So instead of wasting that money and time, you know, I thought, okay, what else can we do? You know, and then, you know, the attack simulations were an uh, obvious thing. You know, checking this hardening and stuff like that were a pretty obvious thing. Um, there's simulated ransomware out there where you can just let it loose and see what happens. You know, like, like, let's play uh, Maersk or, uh, you, you know, uh, who else uh, got hit really hard? Uh, uh, nuance Communications. Yeah, nuance. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, uh, City of Atlanta here yeah. within the last, like, what, month or so. Right. So, so NCC, NCC Group actually took NotPetya and made, like, a neuter version of it because a client asked him to do that, yeah, just, just so that, except build in some telemetry and stuff like that, mm -hmm. so it reports back. And a uh, company, you know, I'm, they're not paying me to say this at all, but Gardacore has a free open source product called uh, Infection Monkey. And yep. same thing, you just release it, it runs through your environment, run you know, it tries to run exploits, and it reports back. Yeah. It gives you a, 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 an interesting <laughs> view of what your network looks like from an, an attacker standpoint, at least at a, a very high level, you know, just, just if I was to come in and run nuts on your network, yeah. that's exactly what I would see and, and try to do. I, it's, a, it's a good product, and, and, and as long not as, a placement, by the way. <laughs> as long as, uh, as ransomware is going to go through your environment like wet tissue paper, mm -hmm. you know, focus on that. Yeah. Yeah, because, because that's also the most likely thing that's going to happen. Not this stuff that pen testers are doing. Yeah. You know, it, most likely you're probably going to get ransomware at some point. You're going to have to see how well your backups work if you can recover data. Yep. And that we're not preparing people for that. No, no, it's it's not a, it's it's a thing to where everybody's talking about it, but yet the the answers to address it, or at least the the starting steps that you need, nobody's nobody's sure where they're going yet. And those who think they're sure, their their footing's off because when it finally happens, they realize the best laid plans just fall apart the minute oh, you're yeah. con confronted with actual action. Yeah, there, there's a Mike Tyson yeah. photo slide. Everybody has in, a great plan until you're hit in the face, <laughs> and so. In a way, you are killing the pen test, but not really. You're improving it. It's almost like an, an evolution. Sure, and I, and I don't know what to call the result. Like, I, I don't have a name for it yet. It, I mean... But pen testing is part of it. I just wouldn't call it a pen test. I, I would call it uh, fundamental mechanics. It almost seems like you, you're, you're trying to you know, focus on the core, but at the same time build out when needed, instead of having everybody jump into the deep pool and hope they swim. Because I mean, if you think about it, you get a lot of smaller companies who go out and hire 
you know, consultancies to do full-blown pen tests, and they get utterly destroyed, and that's dejecting to their IT teams, their development teams. The consultant that does it. Yeah, I mean, it just burns them to the ground. I consulted for, or I I did pen testing for a long time, and I still know a ton of pen testers. You know, I was involved with uh, writing P-tests. And, I I mean, it's the same thing when I talk to people over and over. I mean, they enjoy pen testing the skill, you know, applying those skills, using them, you know, but the actual pen tests get kind of depressing, yeah. you know, because you, you're hitting a, a client for the fifth year in a row. They haven't done anything no. like that. That's not rewarding. It's the same thing day yeah. in and day out. It's the same report like a uh, just change the date on last year's report right. and just send it. And they drop off the, the report, thing. you know, so that, that's that's one of the things I'm advocating here is like we all the stuff I'm talking about, the pen test, the attack simulations. We can do that in about two or three hours. You know, using a bunch of automation, sampling, you know, if I hit, you know, a single class C and I find six systems without AV on it, I don't need to hit all your other network segments. You know, so that, like, like that's enough of a problem that we can go ahead and say that's a fine. Exactly. But there's always been this thing, in, in, at least in the security industry, to where um, those, of the, those of us who are passionate about red teaming and, and things like this, you could tell the difference between a competent consultant and a, and a group because not only do they come in and destroy the network and the client, now they're going to help you fix that. They're going to put you back on the right track. And, and, and we're actually putting that in the engagement. I mean, so, so that's what I'm proposing is that if we can get all that done up front, we have what, what I call the, uh, the, the nice way of saying is the aha moment. Mm-hmm. You know, typically at a pen test, that's at the end when you deliver the report and they see how far you got. You know, the problem is you're gone. You can't help them fix anything. Yeah. You know, which is what they really need. Yeah. They're not doing the basics and the fundamentals because they don't know how in a lot yeah. of cases. You know, so if we achieve that two to three hours, like at the very beginning of the pen test, mm-hmm. like, and I do it with them sitting in the conference room with me, like me clicking things, explaining to them what's happening. And they're looking at their phones, waiting for alerts to pop up when you simulate breaches, when you simulate, okay, you know, here's a piece of ransomware. And when alerts don't start showing up, that's when we actually start helping them fix things. Yeah. And it's been really successful. We've been doing this for about a year. Have you? Mm-hmm. So when you first started talking about this topic and going amongst your peers, what were some of the initial reactions to it? Well, I found it, it took a lot. And, and you see how long we've had to talk here, you know, just for you to understand what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, so there, there's a lot of ground to cover. Um, I've had a really hard time cutting slides from my deck and, and I'm going to be racing through stuff. Uh, so, I, I mean, that's, that's the biggest challenge is I haven't gotten it down to an infographic yet. I haven't gotten it down to an animated GIF I can send out in a tweet uh, or something like that. Like, uh, I love sketch planations, if you've yeah. ever seen those. Yeah. Um, like, once I get it down to that level, uh, I, I think it'll be a lot easier to sell this as a concept and an idea. And I really do want, like, uh, I mean, er, totally open. You know, there's no secret sauce here. You know, I'm going to talk about it, uh, tell you everything you need, down to uh, giving out a sample report. Like, here's what the report looks like uh, for any other consulting firms that want to start doing this. Excellent. Adrian, Uh, this has been enlightening. Um, Where can people find you if they want to learn more about this? Now, your talk is this week at RSA, right? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow at uh, 2.15, 2.15 to 3 p.m. All right, so if they can't make it out to see your talk tomorrow and they want to find out more, where can they find you? I'm going to try and get it recorded, but I'm uh, at sign Zawaba on Twitter, S-A-W-A-B-A, mm-hmm. which is the worst misspelling I've ever seen of my last name. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> That's where that comes from, if you, if you don't know. It's code name. <laughs> um, uh, also, Adrian at SavageSec.com, SavageSec.com. Excellent. And those are probably easiest easiest places to find me. That works, man. 
This has been Salted Hash. I'm your host, Steve Reagan. Stay tuned for tomorrow. We're out here at RSA all this week, so I'm going to be filming a number of segments. So stay tuned for the next episode, and we'll see you soon. Bye.